on time. Continuing in the Hilchot Hanukkah. On Friday, the Shechan Ruch told us, A person needs to place their Chanukiah, their Neirot Hanukkah, above three Tvachim, above nine inches from the ground. And ideally, they're going to place it within ten Tvachim. So a range of three Tvachim to ten Tvachim from the ground. That, we said, is going to be ideal. And we also said that if a person places it above a ten Tvachim, they've never nevertheless fulfilled their obligation. However, here the Shechan Aruch says, If a person places their Nero Hanukkah, their Hanukkah, above 20 amo, above about 30 feet, so then they will have not fulfilled their obligation. So it sounds like, again, the ideal range is between 3 Tvachim and 10 Tvachim, but beyond 10 Tvachim, you have a pretty big range all the way up till Chaf Amah, which we said is about 30 feet. At that point, you have not fulfilled your obligation. Why have you not fulfilled your obligation? Says the Mishnah Bura, Delo Shalta Bay Ena because, uh, you know, no one is looking up that high. A person doesn't typically see that high up in the air. And we know that one of the critical elements of the uh, Nero Hanukkah is that it should be seen by other people. And he says, It doesn't make a difference if you're lighting indoors or outdoors, because we've seen some of the halachot change depending on where we are historically. Are we lighting inside? Are we lighting outside? Here he says it does not make a difference. If it's 20 amot high, it's going to be uh, problematic, right? It should say above 20 amot, then it's going to be problematic. So that's uh, issue number one. And what does it mean that I haven't fulfilled my obligation? Uh, says the Mishabura, you would have to go back and light the Nehru Hanukkah again, and you would do so with a bracha. Uh, good. That's what the uh, Shulchan Aruch says. The uh, Ramah here just adds, uh, Even if I lit it above 20 amot, and then I placed it somewhere which was under 20 amot, I've not fulfilled my obligation. Why? Because we pass that the lighting of the Nehru Hanukkah is the mitzvah. Now, I know that sounds silly. Of course, the lighting of the Hanukkah candles is the mitzvah. What else could it be? So the Gemara tells us that there is actually a machloket, a dispute as to whether hadlakah is a mitzvah, the actual lighting of the menorah is the mitzvah, or the hanacha is the mitzvah, or placing the menorah down after it has been lit, right? Taking my Hanukkah and placing it in the proper spot. So if we were going to tell you that hanachah is a mitzvah, so it shouldn't make a difference where they were lit as long as I place it in the right proper spot under 20 amot, within the proper range. If, however, it's hadlaka a mitzvah, which is the halakha, so then it doesn't make a difference uh, where I place it. It all matters where I lit it. And in this case, I lit it above 20 amot, and therefore placing it won't make a difference. The Mishnah Brewery here says, If a person had lit it in the proper range, under 20 amot, and then they moved it to a different spot, under 20 amot, so then you would say, they will have fulfilled their obligation. Nothing is going to be disqualified. Why? Because the Hadlaka was done in a proper spot, and the other spot where you're moving it is also proper within the proper range, so you're going to be okay. Why the Mishnah is adding this, I'm not exactly sure, but these are the Halachot. Again, best ideal, uh, at least when you're lighting outdoors, Gimel through Yud, right? Th- within three Tvachim and ten Tvachim. And then if you have to do above 10 Tfachim, so uh, it should not be above 20 mo, which is about 30 feet. How that plays out, practically speaking, if I'm living in a high rise uh, in downtown Cleveland or in Manhattan, so on and so forth, is a topic for a different discussion. So you'll have to keep on coming back. Rabbi